1: question everything and anything please you guys are welcome to third rail radio with your host Anthony and and cat Dalek Dalek how are you tonight man I am doing pretty well
0: hey I just uh, I just asked a quick question in the chat um, I checked out uh, that Derek J Freeman's radio show um, and his platform was really smooth, um, but I didn't I didn't know if it was Google Hangout um, and YouTube embedded into his own uh, um, website or what. But it's pretty smooth; it works well. Um, I'll look more into it. But everybody, welcome to uh, Holy Smokes! It's going to be a really busy. Uh, um, should be a fast paced episode here of uh, Third Rail Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Um, everybody in the chat room, thanks for the support. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, for showing up, as they say. Um, man, a lot of, uh, lot of interesting things to talk about tonight. Um, um, I think, I think, uh, I'd probably start with the one that um, is intrig- the most intriguing um, in my, in my book, Dalek. Like, uh, you know, just to jump right into it is is, this missing airline, um, flight uh, 370, um, Malaysian Airlines, but it went missing three days ago now, over 100 hours ago. um, And uh, um, still the the story is changing, um, uh, you know, almost on the hour, almost uh, right on schedule with the news cycle. Um, and the mainstream media is, you know, just hammering it home. Um, even though, uh, uh, they don't have anything new to report, you know, they just kind of spin the same thing into a million different directions, um, and of course kind of losing the, at the center of it, that there's, uh, uh, 230 people, um, uh, at this point presumed dead, but, uh. <laughs> the fucking plane landed. I think the plane did land. Um, you know, but that's that's what I was getting at kind of. But uh I think um you know, if you if you look at the uh the chronological timing um of uh when the flight disappeared and um and since it was first reported, um you know, all the way until just a few, probably about an hour and a half ago, um, it was reported, uh, this morning it was reported by the Wall Street Journal that um, um, the the plane had flown on for up to five hours, no no less than four more hours after um, it had lost contact with, uh, you know, with the tower, and um, um, this brought it the its path all the way west into the Straits of uh, Malacca, Um, and so now you've gone almost 700 miles to the west-northwest. Mind you, a lot of this water is uh, tropical water. Um, It's uh, crystal clear, Um, and where they started searching, the depths were between 160 and 300 feet, um, which isn't isn't very deep for the type of technology they're using to look for the plane. Um, but anyway it's uh, it's all all kind of a, a horse and pony show um, um, it, I'm trying not to crack up with the snakes on the plane, but um, as far as the mainstream media goes well what what we do know that has kind of fallen out of the the um, um, the common Narrative to common story is that there were um, some high, some pretty highly trained um, physicists or um, accelerator, particle accelerator um, operating specialist engineers, high-level engineers on the plane, um, and we also know that um, planes, especially a newer a newer 777, like the, the model that is missing, um, they have redundant automated systems um, to make sure things uh, things like this, uh, you know, don't occur. Um, and uh, about an hour and a half ago, it was reported uh, again by the Wall Street Journal um, that one transponder was turned off at 107. Um, That's the transponder that automatically, or the beacon that automatically, um, uh, the I'll, I'll get to the Rolls Royce, or at least my my theory, speculation on the Rolls Royce data. Um, but uh, so one transponder, the one that communicated directly um, to the to the tower in Kuala Lumpur, um, was turned off at of 107, and the one that that did the uh, Sort of the GPS beacon, um, the more geographical beacon um, transponder was turned off at 1:21. Um, you know, if if you've if you've delved into um, you know what happened on September 11th, you're probably a low-level expert on uh, plane communication systems. Um, and actions, no, you're not wrong. There 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 has been, and there continues to be. Um, a weak um, uh, signal that, uh, that that communicates um, technical data and performance data from the engine um, right back to the Rolls-Royce plant where the engine is made and the, and the engineer is in the plant. And that ping is going off and, and uh, until I last checked was continuing to go off, but because it was going off, it's been going off. In an inconsistent manner um it hasn't been ruled out, but it looks like it could be a uh, um an anomaly um but yeah boeing does they do have that that's a pretty that's a pretty cool system that uh rolls royce uh, you know can talk to their to these engines that are that are keeping these planes aloft um, you know through uh through technology um but uh so anyway so so the transponders, if, and, and, you know, you do have to take everything with this story with a grain of salt, but if the transponders um, were turned off at all without some sort of, you know, electrical uh, blackout that uh, shorted out, you know, three uh, three or four redundant safety systems... Um, then somebody manually turned off the transponder. The transponder on the 777, both of them are located in the tail of the plane. Somebody would have to know how to go back there, um, physically walk back there, um, and uh, and turn them off. Um, so now you're looking at somebody with training and, and uh, a pilot. Um, of course, this is all speculation, but... Um, you know, at the, at the risk of sounding insensitive to, to the, uh, to the, to the people on the plane, um, um, it, it, it's pretty fascinating, um, you know, that we can drone, you know, uh, when, like an, an Al-Qaeda, uh, you know, a rat in an Al-Qaeda, um, uh, mud hut in Yemen, or allegedly, um, but we can't find this uh um, you know this plane with all the uh and that there's been so many sort of misdirections. um and I'm you know definitely putting on my tinfoil hat here a little bit, but uh I was a big fan of the lost television episode I have to uh I have to you know admit that um and uh um you know. There's, I think there is so little information about the passengers for a couple reasons. Um, definitely respect for the families. Now uh, it's a melee um, at the, you know, at the airport. Uh, yet there were the 20 employees for the same company. Um, the, in, the information, um, sorry about the The information uh, they won't find them. bro. they're gone. Yes, from a semiconductor company. Um, think going to, uh, back to the United States, um, from who knows where, but, uh, um, fact of the matter is that they have reported very little since the first day or two about those, uh, about those people, what company they were, you know, working for, um, where they were coming from, especially. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Dalek, um, have you been following this story at all on your in your busy schedule?
1: yeah, somewhat to a certain extent um personally uh wasn't there also like, guys and technical kind of guys on that uh plane out of curiosity yeah there were there
0: were these there were these guys that were um I saw one article called the uh physicists cutting edge physicists i think um the the reality is that they were, you know, high um, high level engineers, but who uh, were specialists at, at running and operating uh, proton accelerators and uh, uh, you know neutron colliders, um, things like CERN and, and the one out there in California, which I think is now the fun. Um, huh.
1: But uh, <laughs> but um,
0: they they were definitely because I. You know, what do you like to believe when something goes so quiet and the rest of the story is so absurd? Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's interesting that, that uh, the guys who were using stolen passports um, were, were you know, from Iran. Um, what a perfect uh, revenge for Stucknet to kidnap 20, like, you know, highly trained um, U.S. Uh, proton accelerator slash nuclear engineers, and make your own yellow cake. Um, that would be that would be true revenge. They got them out there in some some uh, deserted island,
1: uh, digging plutonium. Oh yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't you know say that? Yeah, isn't it great? I mean, like. Uh, now if this really did happen, I mean, we got to also understand that it's probably also a cue because um a long time ago uh there was around the 1950s if if it was, um around the 9 uh, uh, the the 1950s, 1940s around there. Uh the Brit uh, um what was it? BP British P- uh, Petroleum uh, didn't get their sanctions in Iran uh sanctions in Iran in order to actually uh drill out the oil um so what happened is that you know british petroleum and the sas kind of went up down to uh to the cia and uh, asked them if they could help us out and that's what was operation ajax and right after uh ahim Went out of power and probably put in another dude. I forgot the other guy's dude, uh, the other guy's name. But uh, what happened is, they're like, the U.S. said, "Oh my goodness, you know what? I'm, we're gonna actually keep this." So, thank you. And then just a lot of crap come around over here, and unfortunately. Like, uh, they brought their uh their uh collectivizing the oil in Iran, so what happened is that the u s was mad and now we have this conflict because we need to go on Iran and you know stop them from their uh from their nuclear attack and stuff well you know what they just want the oil so you yeah you bring up a great point um love for world peace
0: um I, just uh tweeted or posted in the chat room that the 20 passengers were involved in cutting-edge electronic technology used for defense purposes. Um, I'm not sure if that uh, um, is uh, – yeah, I'd say the cloak works. I'm not sure if that's true if there, or if that's verifiable, but that is something to the effect that I heard the first couple of days. And then – um and then, in, you know, I kind of moved on. Um, but uh, wouldn't that be spectacular? I mean, this is the bottom line with that plane. You know, whatever direction they want to throw you in. If those transponders were turned off without with any other way but some catastrophic, catastrophic highly unlikely, um, uh, um, you know, Electronic failure. Then somebody manually turned them off, and the plane, you know, gone. Um, you know, and, and it is it is a a, a little Um but you can have, and especially if it holds up that uh, that the transponders were t- turned off at, at at two different times. Um, yeah. You know, um, I mean, probably the most plausible, you know, answer if that was the case that the pilot in the co-pilot, we're in cahoots and maybe they're seeking asylum. You know, it may may not be the nefarious uh, black ops, spy ops, invisible black helicopters uh, um, that I may be alluding to. It could be, uh, you know, I don't know. But to turn two transponders off at two different times has to be done by human hand, and we could leave it at that. And speaking of Mosadek, well, why don't we do this? What we're going to do is... uh, um let's, let's do this, Dalek. Let's uh I'm gonna run through what we'll talk about. If anybody wants to call in and uh and join, that would be awesome. Um we'll we'll, we'll move on from the plane for a little bit. Um for a little lulls, uh I reported Tom Ryan as a racist, rebel if you wanna call it or excuse me, not Tom Ryan. Paul Ryan. Is it Paul Ryan? Yeah, Paul Ryan, the uh vice presidential candidate. Um, I called my a c l u chapter and reported him as a racist um, <laughs> and uh, and then we 'll jump to to ukraine um and if people want to call in and talk about that, tweet that out um, you know it, it it's pretty complicated in some ways in some ways it's a throwback um, you know to uh to something i'm I was accustomed to growing up with. Um, and, uh, speaking of Mosadek, Dalek, then we'll touch on, uh, like the, the, you know, the operating manual they're using, um, you know, which comes from Milk Friedman and, uh, like an early, uh, iteration of the neocons. And actually, I think Rumsfeld, Wolfowitz, and Cheney were part of the, part of that group that, uh, overthrew Allende in Chile. Um,
1: yeah, they did, actually
0: and uh, so and and so we can talk about the playbook and uh, where, like the oligarchs, like the Russian guys that got loaded after Gorbachev fell, um, you know, where do they stand? Um, and uh, you know, and for Ukraine stuck between uh, Iran and Iraq, not literally figuratively, um, they have a lot of natural gas, they have a lot of grain, um, so uh, we can talk about that. Um, why don't you uh, play a tune, I'll tweet out a couple couple tweets, uh, and uh, always call on in, talk about anything you want, it doesn't have to be uh, any of those subjects, something uh, a little more folly is always welcome, um, but that's what I'm seeing out my window right now. Um, so, uh, Dalek, take it away, brother.
1: Okay, so today we are going to listen to the Blue intro. Amen. Mm-hmm. Call in now, 646-929-1480. Now back to this wonderful, wonderful team. Commentating on the wildest snakes. You're listening to Third Rail Radio. Call in now. Six four seven two nine four eight zero. Now back to the show.
0: Wow, what a genius uh song selection that was, man. That was very enjoyable. Thanks, man. And that, yeah, and that it little was pretty interlude much a- And that little interlude was uh was very subtle. It was it was well done, man. That was Thank awesome. You. <laughs> Great. Um, all right. So now back to uh, serious business, you, you know, and, and uh, it's interesting because there's, um, I, th- I think, uh, nine places where this, this uh, manual, this operating manual um, uh, that was written, um, what, in fifty two I think it began, um, at uh, University of Chicago, specifically um, at the uh, Chicago School of Economics, the head of the Chicago School of Economics, Milb Friedman, um, sort of an Ayn Rand uh, uh, capitalist, survival of the fittest, um, uh, Darwinian uh, capitalist, but also a, um, you know, had had this uh, weird uh, divine right. Uh, chip on his shoulder a uh, very uh self righteous and uh probably megalomaniacal um, type of individual and he was uh hi- you know he was hired by the uh, by the administration at the time to uh, put together a team to of the first um you know what, what's kind of been become known as jackals to go in and um subvert um the democratically elected, uh, left leaning um, leader of Chile at the time and replace him with, with one of our, our thugs. Um, but uh you know, um and what's what's astonishing right now in um in the Ukraine is how um you know, how apparent that that the uh you know that the plays have become, and that the anticipation um, of each play by the people who fill the roles, the pre-designated roles, that, you know the, the bad guy in this case Putin, um, the pawn in this case Ukraine, um, you know they they can start to preempt the uh, you know can can pr- start to preempt the um, um, the moves of of the imperialist playbook, um, you know, and, and in Russia, what, what I, I find one of the most confusing things about, um, uh, what's going on in Ukraine and, and sort of how it's being, you know, uh, literally played, uh, by both sides of two much more powerful, um, entities, um, into a civil war right between our eyes, and it's it's nothing new. I think uh, the press coverage um, uh, on it is unique um, for a couple of reasons. One reason is since uh, you know the Maidan in Kiev um, a few weeks ago ended, um, we haven't seen any of these uh, any of these um, um, sort of uh, apocalyptic, uh, dystopian uh, scenes playing out on, on YouTube or on the news of, uh, you know, black-clad um, sort of paramilitary guys heaving molotovs um, and wielding chains against, uh, um, you know, riot-clad uh, and shield, huge shield-wielding police. Um In fact, what's been going on in Crimea, um, for the most part, um, uh, has been, um, um, you know, somewhat, you know, for the most part, civil uh, uh, up until this point. I'm not sure where it will go. But what's uh, um, unique is is that there has been more than usual, I'm not saying complete, but more than usual, uh, coverage, both uh, from media outlets and also cell phone and, and sort of live streaming um, coverage, and uh, so we're seeing the action, so to speak, um, right up front and center, um, you know. And um, it's the usual suspects, you know, the uh, the IMF, uh, the European Central Bank, uh,
1: the, World the World Bank. Bank. Yeah. It's everything, you know, just trying to get the money, trying to, trying to take all the resources and just suck them all up instead of, you know, just trying to let people actually use their own capital and use their own markets and try to not really isolate them or even help them. I mean, I, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, m- let, like, other countries, like, use their own markets, try to make more, imp- uh, try to let them do more exports and, uh, and Uh, do a little bit of uh, imports because uh, an economy basically right now is actually measured by its imports not its exports which is actually really bad Um, uh, now in China like so far right now um, right now what you're seeing is like now it's instead of the whole exporting position, it's going down to an importing position. So there's going to be a lot of businesses, there's going to be a lot of companies that will actually say, you know what, we should actually isolate ourselves and also bring in more products, and then more businesses will go down um, to that extent. Yeah, um, can- also. Also, uh, CNY Rebel is on the line. All right.
0: Rebel, what's up, man?
2: What's going on, Vince?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You may may have uh, sped down the wrong wrong number.
2: Son of a bitch. Isn't this the Vince in the Bay uh, Love Half Hour?
0: This is the Love Half Hour um, indeed. Now that you're here, it is.
2: Good. This is so. This is Vincent Navay and Ron Brin, uh, the the Love Half Hour, Vincent Bay show.
0: This is uh, yes. Ron 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 Brind speaking now.
2: Excellent. Uh, uh, hi, hi, Ron. Hi, hi Vince. Uh, my question is for Ron. Um, when I go to have sex with my girlfriend, um, he wants to use my spear instead of my penis. I was just wondering uh, why was that, and what can I do to fix that? Thanks, guys.
0: <laughs> what does she want to use?
2: Uh she wants to use my finger. Uh uh my my middle finger uh, uh in using my penis. I just wanted to know why that was and uh what I can do to fix that. Thanks guys. Well,
0: without without um trying to sound uh like I'm 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 on the attack. It, um you might you might lack a little size um down, you know, down there in between the legs. Um, there are there are some surgeries you could look into. Um, um, there there are also some sort of snake snake oil salesman uh, regimens that I've seen advertised here and there on the web.
2: Uh, I've gotten these I've gotten
0: these emails about
2: uh, making my my penis larger. Should I should I try them? I was always told that they were they were not they they don't work.
0: Well, the, here's my rule of thumb with those: if if they want money up front, then they definitely work. So that's a, that's a pretty good way to gauge it. If they if they want 19.99 or you know 9.99 up front, you know for you to go to the website then to order, then they're pre- that's a pretty good uh, you know that that's a pretty good. Uh, Sign that you're dealing with a uh, a legitimate product and, and a a wholesome company so, well, I'm,
2: unfortunately i don't i don't have any money left um, I, I gave uh, eighteen thousand dollars to an Egyptian prince uh, but in three to six hundred I'm expecting two hundred and twenty thousand dollars back on that so uh, i'm just waiting on that money to to uh, to to move on with my life uh, i'm going to get a girl that appreciates the size. Of my penis and doesn't exploit me for um, for uh, the terrible radio host that I am. Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> um, also now Rebel. I also wanted to say one thing. Um, you can actually get like one of these hollow strap-ons that uh, you can actually. There's pretty much nothing inside, so then you can put your um, your dingleberry um inside and then uh kinda of surprise her with something bigger. Uh so yeah. It's around like kind of like the sex toy shops or whatnot.
2: I'm I'm hung like Newport the horse. Fuck you guys <laughs> Everyone listening right now tweet at Beck thirteen and uh and and ask her Ask her about my wiener. She loves that kind of thing.
1: Ask me You're about gonna my you. wiener?
0: You're going to be provoking pictures if you do that. I just want to warn you.
2: Uh, I'm going to be provoking massive text messages is what I want to be provoking. So. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What are we, what are we talking about? Are we Are talking about planes? I want to know. What I really want to know is where Sue Basco is hiding Flight 370.
0: She definitely jacked it. Her and uh, and Jojo jacked it. Probably up in Saskatchewan somewhere would be my best guess. What
2: I what, what I what I kind of figured happened was um, the flight took off. Okay, it only got about an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes into its flight, uh, and it received over its transponder a decent flying order from Sue Basco, Okay. Now, what happened was uh, they got scared, couldn't get a hold of their Jewish lawyers, so what happened was they actually had to land a plane in the ocean, um, and I believe it is being stored in an underground lair uh, that Sue Basco and uh, her associates actually own um, in that underground lair uh, called the Legion of Doom, and I'm pretty sure that's where it is. I think that's as good
0: a speculation as any, right there. man. I mean, a cease and desist order from Sue Basco would certainly la- make me belly land my 777 in, a, you know, in a shark infested uh, waters somewhere <laughs> immediately. And,
2: and what I'm about to say is, uh, just in case Sue is listening, is uh, purely uh, opinion, uh, not fact. It's not defam- defamatory. It's not slander. But I'm almost certain that inside of that temple that I believe that she owns, um, all 230 passengers are now uh, slaves of hers who are uh, mining the, the underground caverns of the ocean for Jew gold.
0: I think that's just probably right on the money and well said.
2: I want to know why the Wall Street Journal hasn't picked up on that.
1: Because <laughs> they're worried of a lawsuit, I think. They're worried of libel. You know, and I also thought of this. What if, what if, Sue Basco was part of the Umbrella Corporation and put in the H-virus uh, the into other people to encode them so then they can actually bring a big viral outbreak? That's another possibility.
0: Another another possibility. Speaking of AIDS, um, there was the first ever or rare excuse me rare, very rare uh, case of female female to female AIDS viral transmission um, a couple months ago, uh, which is which is odd. It's hard to picture that happening, uh, but you know stranger things have happened. Um <laughs> expect an excel document a little a little thing on on sue Basco, um if you if you have a real attorney call her, she will never ever ever bother you again period that is, that really? is, yes i mean if you have a a real lawyer who knows how to Articulate himself and and speak legalese um, in jurisprudence and and she will not return phone calls. Um, so I, she's the first female AIDS survivor. I can't confirm nor deny that wholly, as uh, nor are these blog talk radios' um, viewpoints. They are mine and solely mine alone. <laughs> so there's my disclaimer. Um, you get sued. <laughs> yeah, get
1: sued. You're uh, fucked.
2: Rest, rest in peace. You're fucked. <laughs> well, it's
1: uh, nice having fun with the guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Well, well, while we're at it, uh, Rayleigh did nothing wrong, Jews did 9-11, and I hate niggers!
1: <laughs> <And> there's <laughs> Mr. Rebel, baby. Wave the flag. Yeah, baby yeah
0: um and i don't i don't want to give uh those two, in, yeah. two uh unmentionables um any more any more fifteen minutes um and uh, let's see why don't we jump to um to to uh paul ryan um you know who as a politician this is kind of a good a good place to jump who as a politician i don't ha i don't have a lot of uh you know uh, uh no love lost for him um but uh i don't think it, his comments um today and if uh if you didn't hear what he said he essentially said um something to the effect um that the system of uh, the safety net the social safety net that we have um in place right now um is, is, uh, just perpetuates the cycle of poverty in the inner cities. Um, and because he said inner cities, um, people on the left, especially made the, uh, made the jump that he was talking, um, specifically about black people. Um, and and it's a shame because, um, it is a good transition to talk about this because this is what, um, uh, this kind of polarization by the media does is um, you know the gentleman, uh, regardless of what you think about him as a politician or whatever, um, what he said is based in reality. we have a social safety net that is by design um, uh, uh, built um, to keep you in it once uh, you know once once you're in it and it 's also keep to it's designed to do it intergenerationally. Um, so to come out and say that and then be labeled, uh, you know, a racist or more racist, and he's already been labeled. I know nothing about him as a person, so I, I couldn't make um, a claim one way or another. Um, you know, and I guess some people would say that's a, that's a, a financially conservative um, statement, um, but it's not a socially conservative um uh, uh, statement. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, not like saying that, um, y- you know, a woman can't have an abortion. It's that what he said is based in, 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 um, the fabric of our culture and our society. Um, people make the immediate jump that, um, he said inner city. And so therefore, um, he is speaking almost wholly about, uh, um black people. Um, you know, that's that's sort of um a projection of uh of this n- neoliberal um knee jerking to anything uh yeah, there's no question Paul Ryan is a maniac ideologue with power lust. Um but at the same time, this is my point, you know, to polarize everything that an individual's, you know, I mean, I mean, for the record, I think anybody who gets into politics these days does it because they are a maniacal ideologue with power lust, and um, and they do it to get rich. Uh, you know, we've never had more millionaires in in the House and in the Senate. Um, uh, it, you know, not even since the days of J.P. Morgan and. Warburg and um, you know the Rockefellers when they sat in in the House and the Senate. we have more millionaires now than 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 during the industrial revolution um, so anyway, um, back to my point um, you know just to to you know to sort of use Paul Ryan as a lightning rod um, you know. By the left leaning or the or the left uh media um, it, it does no service it does no service to uh anybody um you know unless you're really just trying to pigeonhole them into the uh into the stereotypical uh tea party or which which he is um but anyway um, my point i guess is a little lost on on that, just how the media will you know completely um, push one viewpoint um that somebody who has a history um or ha- already has a label um they'll push that viewpoint to sort of further cubbyhole them for their own um, you know agendas um, but uh
1: <laughs> And one more thing I want to say to interject. I mean, once you're in the whole safety net and, like, the Social Security and the the food stamps and all the great stuff that they, the government actually kind of takes the money away and gives it to you, you're pretty much hooked into that, like, it, you know, you're just, there's this really nice, good, old little worm on a on a hook, and then you're just Hot, like right there, and it's really hard to get out. I, I, from personal experience, and I bet from other people, it is absolutely hard to get off, like the safety net. I mean, it's really hard, and I, it's,
0: yeah. It is, and and I, uh, like I mean, fishing. I... Rebel, I know you hate the safety net.
2: I love fishing. I, I blame Dan and Patrick mainly because. Uh, She's giving hope to little girls all around the country that they can drive uh, a car and be anything that they want to be, even though she walks around bull-legged like her dick is getting in the way of her thighs. I blame Danica for the world's problems, and Paul Ryan is a piece of shit He should be uh, uh, drug out in the middle of the street and served a cease and desist order from my lawyer.
0: Indeed, who is your lawyer is uh Mr. Saul Fellow, correct?
2: Yes. a uh,
0: a fine inter- attorney indeed.
2: Uh Saul is my lawyer. Um if anyone has any legal questions, contact Saul. And uh if anyone is wondering or worried about the Russell League, uh if you direct your attention to the Russell League's Twitter account, uh we have up, we have posted a uh, a picture and a statement from our lawyer, anyone uh, who is being an aggressor towards the Russell League. Uh, thank you very much.
1: Well done. Well done. Speaking of Twitter accounts, if you guys didn't know, we, me and Anti-Crisis, also have our very own Twitter account. It is Third Rail Radio. Check it out. Yes, indeed we
0: do. Thanks, Dalek. Thanks for uh thanks for bringing that up. Um yeah, we I I was snowed in today. Um we got a good twenty inch of nasty snow. Um, so I had some time on my hands. set up uh a Twitter account for that and uh um Dalek and I have planned out uh a few episodes ahead of time and we'll get the um the uh you know, the schedule posted up. Um, so if anybody wants to prepare and call in, um, that would be killer. And, uh, we should have some interesting topics. We'll try to, uh, you know, solve all the, uh, all the world's problems in in an hour on blog talk radio, one hour at a time, I guess I should say. Um,
2: Hitler did nothing wrong.
0: It, you know, that's a, uh, that's a black Messiah jam right there.
2: Sorry. I forgot to take my, uh, Tourette's medicine tonight, so I just <laughs> I I tend to just scream stuff out. I'm sorry. It's it's
0: your your Tourette's is welcome here. This is a this is a this is a tolerance zone.
1: Fuck uh, knuckle cut shit.
0: Speaking of tolerance zone, if 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 you haven't watched, um, it's always sunny in in Philadelphia. Um, I I, w- I suggest you watch it. I recommend it highly. Um. I slept on it. I didn't I didn't uh I didn't really pick up on it um when it first came out, but uh I started watching it. It is absolutely hysterical. The humor is dark. Um they push the envelope. Um uh, and uh you can't, go yeah. you can't, go,
2: can't go wrong with Danny DeVito. What's that? You
0: can't
2: go wrong with Danny DeVito.
0: Oh my gosh, he is, he is too much, man. His poker games with the one-eyed Chinese people in the corner, taking LSD. It is a highly recommended uh, comedic uh, um, half-hour of television. The writers are really are really great. Um, oh yeah. But that's uh, that's my that's my pop endorsement for uh, for the evening. Um, but uh, so and, and just back to the to the whole politic kind of nonsense. Um, for the for one more minute before we do final thoughts, um, you know, just to drive home the point that, you know, the same exact playbook is being used down in Venezuela with Maduro. Um, and and the reason I think it's important to kind of keep your eyes on these things is because of the fact that, that the old playbook uh, really isn't working as well as it used to... Uh, you know, um, indigenous people in some of these, uh, countries are, are forming together and, and, uh, resisting and, uh, more importantly, the intellect, or not more importantly, but, uh, maybe, um, something that has more impact is, um, a lot of the intellectuals and, uh, and, and some of the wealthy people who aren't entrenched in the, um, in the Western, um, Corporate uh, matrix, um, you know, are are starting to say, you know, enough is enough, and um, you know, once enough countries do start saying enough is enough, then it leaves um, a window for somebody like Mr. Putin um, to come in and sort of co-opt that energy, and um, you know, and and Mr. Mr. Putin is not is not somebody to be taken. Uh, lightly um, so, and I think again, I think our last show I made uh, uh, the point. Just keep your eyes on, on Turkey. Um, things continue to sort of uh, move towards um, uh, a situation um, that's not unfamiliar at all in uh, in Turkey and Budapest, um, but uh, um, it seems to be flaring up again. And, and uh, I know Turkey is a NATO a NATO ally, quote-unquote, but, uh, you know, they may have had enough. They may have seen the writing on the wall and, and the playbook being implemented one too many times um, and may may turn away from um, from the NATO. Um, but, uh, Alec, you want to play one more tune and then we'll come back with some closing thoughts? Okay, dokey. Okay, goes. so... Alright, so... The nice, next nice tune you played last time.
1: Alright, I'm going to try to somebody's mind and close my eyes and click on a thingy. Up, up. Uh from my Jordan it's pure anger. Heavy metal rap with a full four, 4 banger. We can settle that. Let the mic cord hang ya. i pay homage to the best of them like Christopher Wallace and bring drama to the rest of them with biscuits from coppers. I'm with
2: the tickets off or for on stage whatever still kick it with the footwork of Freddie do, it's all new now the rap commissioners they want to clone my shoe with the rose now it is difficult to climb with the heat when in the ball rock combine, it's hard to stay aligned. The course is an obstacle. Within each chamber, the force is unstoppable. Lyrical swordsman, Blaze off or cut out your heart.
1: Them sees one no part of any type of conflict. Because then I respond quick, it gets sick. The problem goes beyond sick. The rescue's only. Baby Grand Records. Final thoughts with anti-crisis seeing why Rebel and me. Nagger. <laughs> All right, so let's go down to uh, final thoughts. Rebel, can you give give us a little lowdown, a little
0: update on the uh, on the March Madness uh, bracket? When, when <laughs> remind everybody when's uh, when's the uh, draw? Bracket
2: challenge. Go there, sign now. We beat out the league. Go to the destruction. That means the brackets will be sat down on Sunday. Adrian, right? Uh, you'll hear more out of I think Sue,
1: Sue Vasco is, is uh, linking us. Whoa. Uh-oh. He just dropped off the line. Uh-oh. Um. So, you know what? I think he got All a right. digital cease and desist order. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, so uh, my final thought: uh, everything, exterminate the state. Thank you guys for listening to the show, and don't get dolphin raped. Sound advice, Dallas. Do not get dolphin
0: raped, and do not get dolphin gang raped. Even more importantly, um, my final thoughts are: thank, thanks for tuning in. Um, it's uh, really fun to be part of this, and to get to uh, spew my 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 rhetoric, and hope you find it. Informational and informative, um, and uh, you know, heck, I think we're done. But let's find that plane. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Much love. All right, we
1: are in overtime, and we have everybody on. Everybody, is that is that me and you? All right, I gotta I gotta run and just. No, we got it. another
0: caller. I
1: put on I gotta I gotta just
0: run And verify this address For somebody with a T-shirt real quick
1: Oh okay Yeah we can Yeah you can do that
0: Um Just cause uh I don't want every, anybody Getting antsy And uh Just Anybody who has So um Yeah so I'm gonna go Take care of that But yo I'm gonna uh I'm gonna pare down Those uh notes And um And uh or actually probably expand them a little but um and we we'll, we can get the shows planned and scheduled and then um post them on the uh on our Twitter account. And I'll I'll DM you the uh password to the Twitter account. All right, cool. Awesome, brother man. Thank you. You did awesome tonight. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, that was fun, brother. Yeah. All right.
1: So um, So the next show, probably do education reform. Yes. Um, I mean, that was a very important thing to me because, you know, I mean, personally to me, I've looked at a lot of the information that I've, like, really put around, and I've had my own personal experience of education, and I don't really think it's the best thing. And I think we should actually talk about it and see what we can really do instead of what we, the bureaucrats, think they do. I mean, I think that would be a good show. Yeah,
0: I definitely do, and um, I, you know, I think I, my wife's a principal. Um, I, I grew up in a family of educators, um, and uh, I have a lot of thoughts on it. And there's also there's there's you know a number of of alternatives that are um, uh, that are emerging um, that have actually been around long enough um, to, uh, you know, to consider them as more than just a flash in the pan, like charter schools or something. Or, um, And, yeah, we can talk about those because uh, some of them, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they must be expensive, it's private school or whatever. But, you know, a lot of them are either heavily subsidized or um, have endowments and they give away tons of scholarship money. So there are a lot of, Alternatives because yeah, mainstream media is or mainstream education that, you know the core, the new core curriculum is is it's garbage. It's more it's more it's it it funnels people uh um you know more towards like a, a sort of one-dimensional existence. Like you 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 learn to you learn to think even less analytically than you did. Even five, ten years ago. Um, so yeah, and it's
1: just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, really, the comment—if we're gonna—you don't even have to have any free thought. I mean, uh, some of the Texas Republicans actually kind of went around the bill and actually said, you know, no critical thinking. Nope. so bye bye with yeah. that. And it's just absolutely yeah. so fucking ridiculous. It's not even right. I mean, I want to think critically. I mean, most kids do.
0: Yes, well, and, mo- and most kids do, that's the crazy thing is that that's that's the natural inclination of of the brain is to you know is to have insight to consider oneself one self, and that means being able to think analytically and critically. Um, and so, you know, it's actually. It, it, it's anti-intuitive. It, it, you know, to, um, you know, the, it has to be sort of it's sort of uh, institutionalized out of them. Um, you know, there's there's that old saying like, you know, every every baby is born a genius. It's 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 the it's the system or the surroundings that that beat them into into being an idiot. Oh yeah, but I uh,
1: mean,
0: yes. Yeah, We'll rock that show. We'll definitely put it, and I, I think I get some 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 cool guests too.
1: So, awesome, uh, I, you know what? i with the whole thing. I mean, I looked around like more of like the the really fringe kind of side about education, more of like the my uh, kind of more like mind control and stuff like that. I mean, have you ever uh, read the deliberate dumbing down of America? and of curiosity. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I mean that that is. Uh, Exactly. that's the brain the brainwashing component to it you know taken directly from uh, you know um, psychoanalytical um, textbooks and research books and um, you know strategies developed from five uh, people as early as like Freud and Carl Jung um up until uh, um, Carl Jung, or excuse me uh, Freud's um, great nephew um, is like the you know the mastermind of um, of Madison avenue um god damn it his name is escaping me right now but um, um he, he you know he he basically established like the whole uh, the whole mentality the whole the way that uh in that institutions or corporations interchangeably um would approach breaking down um an individual and making them uh, more pliable um god damn it but's um but he you know he he came up with with marketing branding um
1: uh, I know who you're talking about. It's just, it does, the name just kind of, kind of wind away. I, I know who you're talking about. So. Yeah. It's, uh him,
0: um, yeah, that's somebody, uh, Alan, David Aker is, is more contemporary, but the Aker model, um, is, uh, um is uh, you should check that out it's uh, pretty much like mk ultra uh, um rewritten for to be so it can be applied like through ethical tar- through ethical like parameters like in in the uh, workplace or at schools pretty crazy
1: well i mean not only that wasn't like a like uh, some of the factions of m k ultra and like the the Nazi scientists were actually in the education realm oh yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah that's
0: like i mean that's where uh that's where um uh, Hitler really dug in was um uh, with the schools um you know that's where he could uh you know that's where minds were the most Uh, like supple and his indoctrination was the most effective, you know, like the Nazi youth, he had all sorts of clubs like that, which ironically Obama does too, maybe not so ironically.
1: Yeah, and like, I mean, like, I know that you've probably heard of uh, Project Paperclip. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which just the whole German Nazi scientist going into the U.S. Not even going down to the Nuremberg trials, which was absolutely just the most. The top yeah. of, of our
0: of our nuclear program would be convicted of of war crimes in in any other moment in history except for except for that one odd little coincidence that we needed him so bad to. Uh, you know, to to like cross the T's and dot the I's of the um of our new of our atom bomb. Um but uh yeah, yeah man he was he was like one of the uh um most like um sadistic of the uh, uh Nazi scientists and um he would have um, people who either had some education who were in concentration camps and working in his labs or even sometimes like low ranking um Nazi scientists if they weren't working up to his standard or within his time frame just to him taken him out and summarily executed. Yeah. Gerber you know, he's like like you know no better than Gerber, but he could
1: he could build it and design a rocket, so mm-hmm. uh, I mean, like, that's the most interesting part about it is like uh now not only that, that was a really really cool part. I mean, like, uh my uh my old teacher, uh, he's still a great friend of mine, I mean he was talking about like uh George Orwell has actually got the influence of nineteen eighty four because of the German U two rockets. Yeah, That's an interesting Yes.
0: Yeah that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all, yeah i mean it doesn't
1: really- su- surprise me at all. I was like, oh yeah, I can understand that you know if if uh, hitler wasn't wasn't um
0: batshit crazy you know he he he- he probably would have come a lot closer to uh to taking europe, you know um because they had a lot of things going in their direction as far as, you know, uh, the economy was bad. A lot of things that, that could be co-opted and, and and the people's, the workers' energy could be sort of uh, channeled in, in a, you know, a, in any different um, ways. And Hitler was right there and happened, you know, to be uh, a pretty charismatic and, and uh a, Orator of exceptional talent, um, you know. Uh, but yeah, it is interesting, um, you know, to see like how when something needs to be justified, like forgiving a uh, um, a war criminal who whose peers, colleagues, comrades are being uh, hung at at, at Nuremberg. Um, because of a certain skill, that takes a certain uh, level of cognitive dissonance, man. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Here's my best one. I want to talk to other people. I I always say, if if you instantly like the person, don't trust them. That's a good saying, man. It really is. I mean... if they're really that charismatic, if you instantly like the person, don't trust them at all because probably that person is going to be that using that kind of ideals as a nefarious evil doing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's true. I mean, it does, it it does hark back a little bit to like the, uh, you know, the Buddhist thing, like if you meet the Buddha on the road, you know, run away. Um, yeah, you're. You, uh, you made that's a great point, and I mean, and I've, I've, I've uh, through my own like uh, anecdotal evidence, have come to that same conclusion. If somebody presents the first time with um, sort of an obnoxious, over the top um, sort of charisma and almost like used car salesman, hell yeah, brother, run. You're a hundred percent right.
1: Yeah. You're 100% right. All, All right.
0: right. Well, we we will
1: ch- we will chat soon, my friend. All right, my friend. You know what? All right. I'll see you later. Um. Great. This was an awesome show. I got to definitely got to give some props to you because, you know, you were so spot on. I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. And you know what? Um. I hope I was on spot on, too. You were, brother. You were spot on. We're getting better and better, man. So it's a lot of
0: fun. I love doing it with you, and uh, we'll just keep getting better, man.
1: Thanks. All right, right, see you, bro. See you in the Twitterverse. Peace out. Well, thank you for listening, whoever you are. Um, Definitely really awesome.